today on the Italian radio show. Christmas is here, and what better way to celebrate than to bring back the original host and creator of the Italian radio show, Mr. Christmas himself, David Madrid, while enjoying some holiday drinks from Tito's. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, folks, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. You know, this is our Christmas show today, and um, this is Tony Lestella, your host. But as a special treat, as a special treat since, uh, you know, my co-host Marzia Caputo is is in Italy. In fact, she's going to be flying back. I think she's going to call in, in a little bit in between planes and, you know, to talk to us a little bit there. But she's actually flying back this week. Um, I thought it would be fun to have the creator of this show, the guy who started all this about six years ago, bring him back as a special holiday treat, the one and only Mr. David Madrid. David, how are you? Tony, thank you very much. Uh, I didn't notice that there was a, the paycheck you promised me for coming in. There was nothing in the mail. but and there well, wasn't it's, even- it's good to know you're as alert as ever. <laughs> no, So, yeah, you're still paying the same way. But, uh, hi, folks. It's sure, glad, sure nice to be back on, on the show. Uh, I think we're going to have a, probably one of the best shows Tony's ever been a part of because – I'm here. And folks, you're listening to us today on KKNW, 11.50 a.m. in the greater Puget Sound area. Or you can hear us all over the world by streaming us. Go to our website, WCIR.biz. Remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Stream us there. You can stream this show live, or you can hear all of our shows in the last five years in archive. And, of course, right after we're done today, this show will go up there, too. So it'll be there forever and ever for you to share with all your family and friends. You know, and now it's time normally for our new segment. But I thought since, you know, it's Christmas time, since we got Mr. Madrid here, we should do something really special in place of the news, or maybe really the true news. None other than we're going to have Christmas history as told by Mr. David Madrid. Well, it's... uh it is history, Tony, that I'm going to share with you. Uh, it just came to mind. It's something I told my mother I would wait at least, uh, you know, close to 10 years after her passing before I'd ever share it again with anybody else. No one in the world has ever heard this before. And so uh, I'm very touched, by the way. Let me get I'm starting drink. to be emotional, but uh, this is kind of a very... Uh, is something that maybe it's, it's the reason I'm the way I am and so many people, you know, enjoy me so much. It's just this uh, this thing I got. So I'm going to give you a little history of the Christmas of 1949. 19, okay, 1949. Yep. Uh, we're going back a ways. We're going a little over 70 years if you, if you do the math. You don't necessarily have to do the math. I did it for you. However, uh, I was not born yet, but I was conceived right around there. Uh, I don't know if you understand what conceiving means, Tony, but that's as far as we'll go with that. Uh, the conceiving began Christmas Eve, 1949. Now, I was born in a small town in 
the very tip of Mon middle of Montana called Sweetgrass, Montana. Sweetgrass, Montana. Sounds like a nice place. It's a very nice. It has very sweet grass. Da -da 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 -boom. Um, <laughs> so, but Sweetgrass is actually the border town uh, going into, I think it's Edmonton. And uh, I was born in a cocktail lounge, Tony. <laughs> And so, it makes a lot of sense now. It explains a lot of things. Yes. Okay. So uh, that's where I was born, and for the first couple of years of my life, I was I'm, home was the cocktail lounge. It was actually a small restaurant and a big bar, and it was the only restaurant, and the only bar in the whole town. So, of course, going back to that night of conception, is that what you call it? Conceiving. Well, there was conception and there was birth. And there's normally about nine months in between. So what are we talking about here? Okay, anything but normal. So, so here's the deal. My mom said that she got like a, a message, and it was you know you know how like in Bethlehem, uh, the angel came to Mary and says, yeah. "Hey, we're going to have you do some uh, you know birthing." Be the, be the mother uh, of Christ. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well. My mom was in a dream that she was going to be, you know, bearing David. The mother of David, a divine <laughs> moment in the history of the world. Well, there was a star shining down on Sweetgrass that, that whole week. And uh, some drunk men came with gifts, but no wise men. They, they were drunk men. All right. And don't, the don't bottom bump, line is, Don't bump the desk while you're talking. Oh, oh here we go again. Okay, so in any event, I was conceived. And uh, so you go fast forward to when I was born, and it, the, you got to remember, the Italians had another, you know, a big immigration right around 1949, a couple of years after the war. People were bailing out of, out, of, uh, out of Italy, and they were heading to Canada, United States, and Argentina. In any event, a lot of them uh, start coming, and that's how my mom got there. But here's the special thing, that this dream my mother had was like the holiday seasons uh, and Thanksgiving weren't being celebrated enough. So instead of carrying me for nine months, she carried me 11 months. 11 months. 11 months. It was planned that I was going to be born on Thanksgiving. So you already, you, you were already a pain for this woman even before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, Tony, you shouldn't make fun of a true story. But anyway, the, uh, the fact of the matter is, I guess it was like, uh, the spiritual or God's plan or, you know, the dream my mom had is that I would, you know, kind of rejuvenate Thanksgiving and pole vault America, American Italians especially, into the holiday season to celebrate Christmas the way it was supposed to be. And I'm the one, the, the, the chosen one, uh, to, to do this. And I promised uh, my mom I wouldn't tell anybody this, but I was not born on Thanksgiving. I was born a week before. Now, if you know anything about the Bible, Tony, uh, it has uh, some very significant spiritual numbers, and one of them is seven. So right. I was born seven days before Thanksgiving, 
And you then sure, you sure it wasn't six. No. It wasn't. <laughs> you know, and and then every seven years, the way God had a plan for me was that there would be I would have my birthday on Thanksgiving, and All right. everyone would get into the Christmas spirit. So the bottom line on this whole story, I don't know how much time we have. Is you got about that, a minute left. Well, it, it's going to take longer than that. But if you get the, the crux of the story, that I was the second coming of Christmas, kind of like. It's, I'm not the second coming of Christ. I'm like the second coming of a whole Christmas spirit, a whole Christmas season. And... Uh, it's just, you know, and so. Well, I can actually see that because, because you're always, you're always the life of every party. And I gotta tell you, when you walk into the room, people always have a good time. So you kind of do celebrate Christmas throughout the year in your own way. Well, it's a true story. So now, here's the thing that happened that night that I was born. Everybody was celebrating in the bar. And, it was drinking of lots of tequila. And when they looked up the next morning, there was a sunrise so magnificent in Montana. And they called it tequila sunrise. And so... I saw that coming. I saw that coming. <laughs> so I am the original, you know, Eagles. Uh, that's where they got it from, from me. They, they never paid me any of the, you know, royalties like yourself, has never paid me. And so... Uh, uh, at, least, at least you're a good company. <laughs> so uh, 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 the fact of the matter is, is, so the Christmas story I wanted to share with all your listeners, Tony, is that uh, if they need some, you know, some, some Christmas spirit to feel good, uh, either call me. A lot of them can't drink a lot of tequila, so they can call me, and I'll drink it for them. I knew you would. What a guy, folks. I mean, this is why he is David Madrid, Mr. Christmas year-round, and the founder of West Coast Italian Radio, the Italian-American radio show here. And we're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Please let me come back. Let me come back. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my my friend Frank Isernio said, All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by ourselves, sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Get inspired. 
every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And we are back with more West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. My favorite segment, of course, is the food and drink segment, sponsored by our great, our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. And you know, Tito's does so many things around the country to help charities during this holiday season. Uh, for, with us, they especially do things to help veteran charities here in the state of Washington as well as others. They had great animal charity uh, for dogs. So uh, whenever you're planning your holiday parties, make sure you include Tito's Handmade Vodka. Now, our recipe today, you know, I figured the best way to, to, to do this is I pre-recorded a little get-together with my friend Scott Fitzpatrick because he has some great Italian liqueurs. And uh, his favorite vodka is also Tito's. So we created our own special, special Christmas holiday Italian cocktail, West Coast Italian radio style. We call this the Avogata nel Cafe Martini, which essentially means drowning in coffee martini. So let's play this clip for you right now. Hey, this is Tony Lucello with West Coast Italian Radio, and I'm back here again with my good buddy Scott Fitzpatrick, and we're to bring you some more great cocktails from Tito's Vodka. Now, today, of course, we're going to do some holiday cocktails, and you know, something about Tito's that kind of makes these cocktails very, very special is the fact that Tito's Handmade Vodka, of course, out of Austin, Texas, um, it's made from corn, which is a little different than a lot of other vodkas. It's copper pot distilled. It uh, has zero carbs, actually, and zero serving per sugar, uh, zero uh, sugar per serving, which a lot of people uh, don't know. Uh, you know, they think, you know, that when you're going to be drinking vodka, you're going to be getting all these calories. And so that's quite interesting um, that, it, you know, it, those various things exist with Tito's Vodka. And not to mention, it's very smooth. It's very smooth. And, you know, they say you can't taste vodka, but i got to tell you, Tito's has a unique flavor that I think really adds to all of these different cocktail recipes that we do, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so today, Scott, we're going to try um, a couple of things. This is uh, my good friend Joey DeMarco, uh, who uh, is our Tito's rep up here, sent me a couple of great holiday cocktail ideas from Tito's. The first one is called Avogato Martini. Avogato Martini. Now, this is kind of a play on the Avogato uh, Cafe, which is is the drowning in coffee, right? Correct. And what is that exactly? What they do is you get a bowl with a scoop of gelato in it, and they come and they pour a shot of hot espresso right on top of it. Wow, wow. And it literally means drowned in coffee. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And it's classic. They're fantastic. But that, that usually is a dessert that's not served like with liquor, just a dessert is what Correct. you say. Right. So ours is going to be a little more of an adult version like this. Absolutely. We're going to lose the ice cream, but we got some great coffee we're going to use. Uh, actually, we're going to use like a cappuccino type of thing. So that's going to kind of have a little bit of the ice cream because it'll have some milk and coffee combined. All right. So now let's get started on the recipe. To make the affogato is very simple. You take your Tito's, one shot, and pour into a shaker with ice, which we've already filled. Then, a shot of our coffee liqueur, 
and then top it off with our coffee and cream mixture in two shots. We then put the shaker on top and shake, shake, shake. Give it a good healthy shake. And then pour it in our glasses, which we've prepared. We've garnished with coffee beans. And you have a delightful cocktail that any coffee lover will enjoy. Salute. Well, this looks good. I gotta tell you. Okay, so uh, here, let's try, try this out. So we have uh, we have our coffee, and we have, of course, the coffee beans. You garnish them on there at the bottom there. Okay. Um, all right. I'll salute. Let's try this out. Ah, our own avogato martini, death or, or drowning, drowning by 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 coffee with with Tito's. <laughs> it's great stuff. It is great stuff. As a perfect martini and a perfect holiday drink for you from Tito's Vodka. A salute and buon Natale. And that's our food and beverage segment for the week. All right, now it's time for our Artist of the Week segment. And, uh, you know, um, since it is our Christmas show, there would be no Christmas show complete from West Coast Italian Radio unless we included our very, very favorite night before Christmas, as told by Sal Manila from New York. Sal Manila uh, uh, is part of the uh, Imus in the Morning show from uh, New York City's WNBCAM 660 radio there. And they have very graciously let us use this clip each year. Uh, and this is, of course, uh, you know, Sal Manila tells us all about how it is the night before Christmas for Italian-Americans back on East Coast, Upper Eastern Seaboard there. I grew up back there, but I think we can all, no matter where we are around the country, relate to the night before Christmas. Here you go. It was the night before Christmas in Sheepshead Bay. The kids was asleep, waiting for the big day. The stockings was hung by the furnace with care, in hopes that by morning they would all still be there. <laughs> Me and a skank was getting ready for bed I wore pajamas She had a paper bag for her head <laughs> Went up on the roof I heard this big crash Thought it was a burglar I was gonna kick ass Went out on the fire escape Looked up in the sky And what did I see? This freaking fat guy With a red suit on boots That came up to his knees In the moonlight He looked just like Dom DeLuise <laughs> He had this big sled Pulled by these reindeer he called one of them dancers, so I assumed he was, you know. <laughs> but as he crept off the roof, it became clear to me, this guy was looking to steal my TV. Because over his shoulder, he had a big sack. He came down the stairs while I planned my attack. I waited a second till the timer seemed ripe and smacked him in the head by a bing with a pipe. <laughs> he fell to the floor with a groan and a thud. I was kind of surprised I didn't see blood. Instead, he rolled over, looked me right in the eye. When I saw who I hit, I near started to cry. I said, hey, yo, Santa, I'm sorry, all right? Not for nothing, he said, but this just ain't my night. I got lost in a Bronx. I ran over some nuns. Had a near miss by Kennedy. 
Rudolph's got the runs. <laughs> I'm at all freaking night. I am busting my hump. But I can't continue now, not with this bump. So do me a favor. Be a real pal. Take over for me. You'll be Santa Claus, Sal. <laughs> I said I'm from Brooklyn. I ain't right for the pa. But he told me, Santa Claus comes from your heart. He made me off. I couldn't refuse. Stop out every house, except for the Jews. <laughs> it's regulation. You got to pass over them. I got in a suit and stepped onto the sleigh, wondering why reindeers all smelled that way. Took off on my mission, didn't want to be late. While old St. Nick spent that night posing my date. <laughs> that night, I was Santa, bringing kids joy and bliss. And if you don't believe me, then yo, jingle this. Since then, I've been with him every year in the cold. Riding shotgun with Santa, because he's fat and he's old. I'm his number one helper. I've been deputized. So on this Christmas Eve, don't just be surprised. If you hear a voice, say really loud and abrupt, Merry Christmas to all. Thanks a lot. Shut up. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. All right, folks, and we're back here with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show, our Christmas special show with our great host, our great founder, who's come back here to join us with the show, Mr. David Madrid. And, you know, David, I thought that it would be fun this week. I mean, I didn't want to put in a guest uh, because I wanted to, really the focus to be on your coming back here to the show. It's always a lot of fun to have you here. And, you know, one of the things that we uh, 
that we've missed doing since you've been away is, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of, of, of history, especially Italian-American history, uh, when it comes to Christmas that you and I uh, have always talked about in the past. I know Marcia, when she tells us stories, she tells a lot of things that happen in Italy, which are also great. But I mean, you know, for a lot of our listeners, they can, I think, relate more to the Italian-American stuff because, of course, you know, um, our families uh, uh, grew up here in America. Well, so, I mean, you know, me, what comes me, to mind? Well, one thing that comes to mind is that there's always this little bit of controversy when it comes to Italians and Italian-Americans, okay? There's always, oh, they don't do this in Italy. Oh, and then Italian-Americans on the East Coast do this and they do this. It's It's a matter of where you were brought up. Right, right. No, yeah. we weren't. We weren't brought up in Italy. We sure as hell weren't brought up in, you know, Queens, New York. You know, and and and, uh, and we don't have those traditions that they have, and and so it kind of gets to me. Well, I was they, brought up in New York, and even the New York traditions are different than the yeah, Italian the Italian exactly. traditions. Okay. So, so my point being is that the. Um, the arrogance of some people when it comes to what's Italian and what's not Italian. Right, right. Sometimes gets to you. So just remember, we're, we're, you know, our home country is Italy and we all love it. We all love it in our different ways. Also, we, we, we love, we love Northern Italy for the, the hills of Tuscany. We love Calabria and the beaches and the mountains. We love Sicily for the just, the uniqueness of of Sicily. Well, Sicily, because you you, you know you know a guy who's going to take care of that thing for you, you know. Right, right. But but see, there you are stereotyping. You're, no, you're, no, no. I'm not stereotyping. You're you know? the problem. But anyway, so roll with me on this. So, but when it comes to Christmas in the holiday season in Italian, it doesn't get any better than food and Absolutely. food. And Absolutely. Party, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't want to get into all this. Can we have? Oh no, but let's talk about one. One of those topics first is as as food. I mean, I remember as a kid that we would start eating at about noon on Christmas Eve, and you eat right through to like December twenty sixth with pretty much nonstop. You maybe take a nap or two in between. You might sleep because remember back then we also went to midnight mass. So right? you're up half the night eating too, right? You know? Well, and then, you know, the eating always started with cookies. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So see if you see if you remember this cookie, the Scalini's. Scalini's I, I were the remember. ones that were an egg dough, and then they deep fried them, and then they put them in hot honey. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They were fabulous. And then my cousin just sent me some... Uh, well, he sent me pictures. He didn't send me any cookies. The cheap, uh, cheap son of a gun. Anyway, uh, he, the the, um, the nutted anas, you know, uh, cookies. Oh, they're so delicious. The almond flavored ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. And I remember that we would eat. You'd eat right up till about eleven o'clock at night on Christmas Eve. Oh, you had to go to communion, so you yeah, didn't eat right. too so much. You, you had to, you had to stop eating there. an hour before. Back in those days. You couldn't have anything to eat an hour before mass. Yeah, so you stop change. eating at 11 o'clock, and then you go to mass. You get home from mass about 2 in the morning because it's a long mass. 
Then you eat again before you go to bed. Then you get up like at the next morning for Christmas presents, sleep about four hours, about eight o'clock, start eating again, you know? So, yeah. But, you know, the Italians, uh, you know, uh, this summer, my, uh, my son got married and I would happen to be the one that, uh, you know, performed the ceremony. And one of the things I said to people was, you know, everybody likes to go to a wedding and they, you know, uh, and they think they want to go to a wedding because of the food, a party and everybody goes. Right, but they, right. But the real true fact of going to a wedding is much like an Italian Christmas or an Italian Sunday dinner. They come to be part of love. Yes. So, you, yes. You know, when they say I do, there's a lot of times there isn't a dry eye, you know, and when they go, let me introduce this uh, Mr. and Mrs. New Couple, you know, people get that wonderful feeling that a lot of people don't get a lot of love. And so the real true meaning of Christmas, especially Italian style, was the love. It seems like even the relatives that don't like each other for about two hours, they all like each other. That's, I remember that. Yeah, even the guys in the neighborhood you don't get along with on Christmas Day, everybody loves everybody else, you know. And, you know, the one thing I'll say about that is the Italian-Americans, no matter where you would go in this country, they take great pride in, you know, decorating the houses up, decorating, putting the lights, the tree. I mean, these neighborhoods were spectacular. They started yeah, they, this were, they, were, they were the tops. There's no question about it. I can remember as a kid going over to, uh, um, my dad would take us over to, because I was brought up in the greater West Seattle, White Center area, and Garlic Gulch, the whole Rainier Avenue before Interstate 5 and all that, all yeah. those neighborhoods were absolutely incredible when it came to, to Christmas time. It was a beautiful. So we go through all the big fancy houses in the greater uh, West Seattle area, but when we get over there, you'd see the real deal. It was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very neat. Well, you know, now just a couple. We only have a couple minutes here, and I wanted to talk about some traditions. See what you thought about these. So we had in our family a couple of traditions. One of them was on I think December seventh which was the Feast of St. Nicholas. It's like right around the December 7th, December 10th. It comes towards the beginning of December. Um, you know, all the kids would get a little, uh, a little, just like one small gift in a stocking. And then our tradition was we would have a big Christmas Eve dinner about probably 6 o'clock at night. And between about 8 o'clock and 10, we would open the, that's when Santa Claus would come. That's when you would open your presents. You'd have a big curtain hung across the room, and then, you know, you'd hear Santa in there, he'd ring a bell, whatever, you know, uh, and the curtain would open, there would be all the presents before you would go to Mass. Then I know some Italians have said, well, that they open presents the next day, you know, in the morning. So what was what, what was the feast in, in your house? How did that go? Well, um, the way it went at my house was the, the standard, uh, of course, we get to open one gift, and it was always pajamas. You know, here, my mom would pick out the one, so we'd sleep in pajamas. But we, yeah, yeah. I, we didn't get to go to uh, midnight mass until we were all a little bit older, because there were gotcha. five kids in our family, so we wouldn't stay up that late. But we'd go to midnight mass more when, um, and I was a troubled child. I was in trouble as a child. Oh, I no, was, really? Tell us something <laughs> that we don't know. Speaking of something you don't know, 
uh, let's talk about Christmas carols. Okay. And everything. I'm having a Christmas carol, a COVID Christmas carol here at my house. Really? On the 23rd. Yes, we're going to, and I've invited, by the way, you never mentioned and said anything about the fact that I am the president of the oldest Lodge for the sons and daughters of Italy in the entire. That's right. That's right. The Tacoma. You're the president of the Tacoma Sons of Italy. Yes. Yeah. No, it's sons and daughters of Italy. You have not learned to be politically correct whatsoever, Tony. So tell us about your your COVID caroling party. Well, it's going to be fun. It's going to include a couple things that are very important for Christmas caroling: lyrics, music, wine, salami, and cheese. Wow. there's a lot of people that are elderly in our lodge, and so uh, it's a drive-through Christmas caroling, right? Everybody's going to go around, keep going around the block, and honking and waving as there's about six, ten of us, or whatever it is, are you know. And a lot of these older folks have just have been so locked so down. They're, car- they're caroling in their cars as they no, drive. No, no, no. I'm. They're waving to me because I'm Christmas Carol Dave. Whatever. Oh, gotcha. All right. All right. Stand out there ringing bells and singing and doing that. It's going to be a kick in the pants. That sounds like a blast. So, so that's going to be December twenty third. Where's it going to be if people want to come? At my house. You At your house. Oh, gotcha. We can have a sleepover. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And we are back. This is Tony Lasella with West Coast Italian Radio, uh, bringing you the Italian radio show. You know, uh, before we end the show, I think we need to uh, get a hold of Marcia. Uh, I know she's been traveling back from Italy today to come back uh, here to, to the Northwest, spend Christmas with her uh, her family here. She's been in Italy with her parents and brothers and sisters the last couple of months and, and her kids with her there. Uh, so um, she's kind of in between flights, but we got her, uh, you, you know, in the midst of her travels to agree to call into the show today and to uh, talk with us about our Italian phrases. Uh, Marcia, you there? Yes. A great way to take us out is to have you share with us Italiano Christmas phrases, Christmas words that people need to know. Okay. I think it's a great idea. All right. So let me ask you the questions. You can tell me how you would say these. So Christmas Eve is very special, both for Italians and Italian-Americans. That's the day where we have our, 
you know, the night we have our really big meal. And if you're Italian Americans anyway, that's when Santa Claus comes to visit the kids. So how do you say Christmas Eve? Okay. Vigilia di Natale. Vigilia di Natale. And of course, Natale is Christmas, right? Right. That's right. All right, so when we get off of the show today, I, I got to get busy here because I got a few more Christmas cards I got to get out, you know. Got most of them up, got a few more to get done. I, do they send Christmas cards in Italy? Yeah, we call them i biglietti di auguri natalizi. I biglietti di auguri natalizi. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you send them in Italy to the people, right? That's right, yeah, they do. How about Christmas presents? Why do you say Christmas presents? Oh, really important. Regalo di Natale. Regalo di Natale. Okay, I want you to listen carefully here. I want you to listen very carefully. Okay, when you get back to the United States, which I know you're, you know, you're like, you're coming right back. You're going to be back this week for Christmas. I'm going to look for my, my, uh, uh, Regalo di Natale from you. <laughs> Italio. <laughs> Regale di Natale. Regale di Natale. There you go. All right. Of course, Merry Christmas. That's, that's pretty, uh, you know, everybody knows to say Buon Natale for Merry Christmas. Right. How do you say Happy Holidays? Well, we can say Buone Feste. Buone Feste. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or like if you want to wish somebody, like if you want to wish them a Merry Christmas, what do you say? We always say Auguri di Buon Natale. Felice um, feste. You can pull out a different way. All right, but basically, auguri di buon Natale is best wishes mm-hmm. for Merry Christmas. Okay. Now, one thing That's that right. I know there's a big difference between like Italians and Italian Americans is um, here, of course, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is when we give most of our presents. But uh, you know, since uh, Italy is is you know a big Italian uh, or a big Catholic, big Catholic. Catholic. Um, you really celebrate Epiphany, the celebrating right. the three wise men and so forth. Uh, first of all, how do you say Epiphany in Italian? Epiphania. Epiphania. Okay. Epe- no, no, you say Epiphania. Ep- Epiphania. Epiphania. Very, yes. Okay. And then, of course, yeah, that's the celebration of the three wise men. So you give, so they still give most of their presents then? Yes, because we still believe about Jesus. That's sort of the holiday of Christmas, yeah, yeah. okay? Just so like we talk about Santa. We have some story, but not really too much. Now, the new generation change. We have Santa, scammy. They're doing a little bit more. Right, One right. little present will surprise. They will put it under the tree. But the story is always about Jesus. We share, switch some gifts, a little thing, and that's it. But the more present that we are waiting for, the more surprise is about Epiphany. When uh, La Befana is coming. That she's the, the, witch is like the, the Italian witch, the missed right. the boat because she didn't join the three wise men when she had the invitation. So she searches the world for the baby Jesus and brings presents right. to all the kids on Epiphany, right. which is typically Be- January 6th. That's right, the night of January 6th. So remember, gotcha, gotcha. it's more like you guys started to put a tree around Thanksgiving. Right, we right. started like uh, five days before Christmas, but we keep the tree until uh, the pe- Epiphany. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, January, you know, I remember 8. that. I remember that even growing up back east in an Italian American community in New York, that you know you put your your tree up just a few days before Christmas because right. technically the twelve days of Christmas 
start mm -hmm. on Christmas Day and they go to a right. Okay, And even the Catholic Church back then, I think it's still the same now, you can't sing any Christmas songs. You sing Advent songs okay, yes, until mm -hmm. you get to Christmas Day. Then you sing Christmas songs for those 12 days. Okay, So... All right, so right. We, you know we're running out of time here. Um, yeah, I know you know you're going to be coming back this week from Italy. We wish you safe travels. But March, you tell us. Thank uh, you. You know, I think all of our viewers, uh, all of our viewers, all of our listeners, all of our listeners would like uh, you know just to hear a Christmas greeting from you. Well, let me tell you one come from my heart. Buon Natale, buone feste, and buon anno nuovo. So basically, you know what I say? Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a great New Year. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. Ciao. All right, folks. So now it's time, believe it or not, for our events calendar. We actually do have some virtual events going on in the area that we want to remind people about. First of all, we got Winterfest. Uh, which is being put on by Seattle Center. Of course, this is virtual. You got to go to the Seattle Center uh, television channel to watch it. However, the highlight of Winterfest this year is Festa Italiana's production of the story of La Befana, okay? Featuring the Christmas carol to Shendi Dallestelle with some of your favorite Festa entertainers going to be singing along. You can go to the Festa website, watch it at festaseattle.com. Okay, a couple other great events we have. Yours truly, we're doing a couple of big fundraisers here. Tony and the Goombas are doing two wonderful Frank Sinatra dinner shows. Uh, these are all; these have all been t uh, filmed professionally in a professional studio. They're all going to be televised on a private channel for our viewers there. Well, first one's going to be this week, December twenty third, Frank Sinatra holiday show. The other one is going to be on New Year's Eve, New Year's with Frank. My daughter Natalie is going to be joining me for that. If you're fortunate enough to live close to Issaquah, Washington, uh, Model Chinos is going to do some <laughs> special dinner shows, uh, well, some special food to make them kind of a dinner show for their customers that night. So you can contact Model Chinos directly um, for that information. Otherwise, we're, all of our proceeds here, we're going to be raising money for the prevention of veteran suicide. Uh, the proceeds will go to the National Alliance to End Veteran Suicide, okay? Very, very easy to get a ticket for this for 25 bucks. Your whole family can watch it. Either show, just go to SinatraShows.com. SinatraShows.com. You get a ticket today. Going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I figured today it would be fun with our closing song, we're going to do Tony and the Goombas, the West Coast Italian Radio House Band, doing our version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, featuring, of course, the lovely Goombats. Always a lot of fun every year. But since, you know, we got our fearless leader here, our creator, David Madrid. David, I figured that you'd be the perfect one, since this is our Christmas show, uh, to take us out with a really nice Christmas wish for all of our listeners. Well, do you want me to sing it? Sing it, speak it, whatever, but go for it. Uh, anyway, it was really a great to, to be here, and I wish everybody would just get the heck out of the house if you even have to go to your backyard and get uh, all this lockdown crap out of our systems and just get some good feelings going. In fact, I will sing it. Let's see if I can hit the tones. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas 
without Tony L. Oh, no, I can't remember that. <laughs> so, so, all right, folks. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody Merry out Christmas there. Merry Christmas to everybody. God bless you all, and we'll talk to you next week.